0: Welcome to Aetherius Radio Live, the hour of truth with Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaine.
1: Welcome to Body, Mind, Spirit Radio. Today is November 18th, 2014 and you are listening to Aetherius Radio Live which comes to every third Tuesday at 1pm. I know our hosts have an amazing show for you today and Richard Lawrence is back for this month. So without further ado, I give you both hosts Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze. Hello, Chrissy. Hello,
2: Richard. How have you been doing?
0: Oh, fine, and thank you, Courtney, yes. Uh, Fine, and uh, I hear it was a great show last week with uh, Alison standing in for me, and um, she much enjoyed it, I know.
2: Yeah, it was a great show, actually. She did a great job. Good,
0: Uh, good. Hence, we've had to move solar existence back a month, uh, <laughs> if I can put it that way. <laughs> I'll broadcast on it anyway. And really, I mean, gosh, this is so exciting. Um, I think we need to start really and preface this as we've been doing lately with the uh, uh, the obvious statement that um, we're way out of our depth here. This is extremely yeah. advanced material. But I, I do have the approach, Chrissy, that... Um, One time when I used to study these things, I used to think, well, I can't possibly understand that and, um, you know, enjoy listening to it, but I really won't make any attempt to understand it because it's beyond my pay grade, which it obviously is. But now I'm sort of coming around to the view, well, it's been given to us. So although we can't really know um, the full meanings, we can certainly, you know, we should make every effort to try to understand them at least.
2: Exactly. And interestingly, at the end of this freedom, Mars Sector sex, six, uh, 6 says, uh, the nine freedoms have been given to Terror at this time in order to stimulate and raise the consciousness of the few thinkers. So I thought that was yes. interesting. Yes,
0: that is very, in, very interesting indeed, yes. Well, last time, of course, we, we covered Saturnian existence, and um, that's two months ago, and that really uh, was mind-blowing, wasn't it? That was... Um, Yes. really outstanding (laughs) and it was taking us on to such high levels and and we had this incredible revelation right towards the end if you remember that um, whereas uh, it was explained this way the wheel turned twice and consciousness was born this isn't the exact wording, the wheel turned four times and interplanetary level was achieved the wheel turned Mm 1,980 times and that was secondary Saturnian level, and then it turned 9,458 times, and that's primary Saturnian level. And so we were seeing this enormous, we talked about the exponential evolutionary process, where one's evolution speeds up, you know, absolutely yeah. by incredible factors, and the gaps become enormously wider.
2: Yes, Exactly. And I just want to say, um, before we begin, Richard, it just sort of dawned on me, some people are maybe tuning in for the first time, and other Mm -hmm. people may be quite new to this concept. But I just want to say, remain open, because don't sort of switch off and think, well, I don't understand this, it's way above me, because basically what you're hearing, it's not by chance, number one, and also it is going to change you if you allow it to it's been given at uh, this time in our history, and it's not by chance. And it's not by chance you're listening. So do bear with it. Mm-hmm. Keep an open mind, and just kind of allow these truths, and these are truths, um, mm-hmm. to kind of enter into your consciousness and allow. Just mm. allow them. Don't block them off as we tend to do when we don't understand something fully.
0: Exactly. And and the Doctor King said this particular freedom. You know, by the time we reach this freedom certainly it's really for our meditation and and for our contemplation and then further thoughts as chrissy has just said will will come to us and 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 if we don't know then we just keep an open mind but we we try to look and see what this could mean and we can have incredible experiences i know it's been uh, a wonderful wonderful time preparing for this but we must get started chrissy
2: yes (laughs) and so So over to you uh, usual format and I will read and Richard will comment and etc. So this is the great karmic lord, Mars Sector 6, who delivered the nine freedoms. This is Mars Sector 6 reporting from satellite number 3, now in magnetization orbit, Terra, during special power manipulation prior to the correct delivery of the ninth freedom. The ninth freedom will be Solar Existence. After a successful term of office as one of the perfects of Saturn, the cosmic adept then moves to even a higher plane of existence. But before this time, it travels to the central sun of this galaxy for advanced initiation into the secrets of variable dimensions
0: i think we should perhaps pause there for a moment chrissy and just remind ourselves what the perfects of saturn are these are the most highest of the high uh, on any planet in this solar system there are 12 of them and they are uh, you know beyond the level of even certain others uh, at the secondary saturnian level these are the highest masters they are revered beyond all description and by other masters throughout this solar system, uh, just to give one little illustration, um, a secondary Saturnian master can we, were t- we covered this a couple of months ago can inhabit up to one thousand eight hundred and sixty uh, I'm sorry, I should be talking about primary. I've got my my numbers wrong. This is the primary. this is the highest level, not the secondary. Uh, they could adopt uh, up to one thousand eight hundred and sixty positions. But some of the perfects can double that feat. They can, in other words, that's 3,722 positions they can inhabit at any, at the same time. These are extremely elevated masters. But we're now told the lords of the sun are even higher than them. All the lords of the sun have been uh, perfects of Saturn, mm-hmm. and that's the okay. next step beyond being a perfect of Saturn. Um, and before this time, we're told, travels to the central sun of this galaxy for advanced initiation. Now, that, again, is something new. There's a lot of new developments, and this is the fascinating thing, as one moves through these freedoms in this ninth freedom that weren't even present in the eighth uh, of Saturnian existence. And we were told, for example, the lords of Saturn traveled to uh, a place. Uh, We're not told exactly where it was for initiation outside of the solar system Uh, but now we're told a very precise location which is the central sun of this galaxy and that of course is the great greatest being in the galaxy Um, i believe to be a lord of creation itself and this uh, central sun uh, we're told by uh, dr king is invisible And this is where they go, and we're told they initiated the secrets of variable dimension. We don't know what that means at all. Even Dr. King didn't claim to know what that was. But the word dimension is used in two different ways. Uh, One is, of course, the different levels, the different planes, if you like, of existence, and the other way, uh, as per the seven dimensions of creation, uh, the, the way that all... Um, divinity manifests through the various um, dimensions, including, for example, length, breadth, height, time, and so on. So this, Dr. King said, could be um, complete control over the different levels or dimensions and the ability to vary them, move through them at will in a way that is way beyond our comprehension.
2: Well, thank you so much for that, Richard. That's very, very interesting And I'll continue, shall I? Please do. After this initiation, the cosmic adept then divorces itself completely and retires into meditation for a period which, in terrestrial years, would be 90,000. It then comes out of this deep somatic condition of galactic consciousness and practices the seven aspects of the white magic of continuance.
0: So again, I think uh, we're having here um, a whole new dimension. You might say that up to now, uh, it's been a solar system, um, not that they're limited to this solar system, but even interplanetary man can travel through the galaxy and beyond, but now we're moving into another Area, really, which is the galactic consciousness, something new hasn't been mentioned before in that way in the nine freedoms, and clearly they're becoming um imbued with a, a galactic sense. this must be something even beyond what we know of as cosmic consciousness um and right. then right. they practice the seven aspects of the white magic of continuance again we we don't know what those are, but it's very i think very interesting. Um, just to ponder what it could involve in some way. uh, Certainly, Dr. King said that it would be a preservative type of magic. I think it's interesting the phrase white magic is used, implying, to me anyway, rightly or wrongly, a certain dynamic, because it can be taken as red. It's going to be positive, being the solar laws, but gives it a certain sense of... uh, energy if you like which is of course is their hallmark their characteristic and then of continuance well as we're going to find out one of the things that absolutely marks them out and of course is so true of the sun it's the the perfect perfect example of this is continuing without stopping ever um and for radiating always and permanently and continually its energy out day in day out not having a break and going off and then coming back again or retiring and stopping and then starting again but so this may be and this is just a an ignorant opinion of someone like myself some kind of preparation for a sort of level of continuance that's mm. completely alien and 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 we haven't encountered even in the other freedoms in that way.
2: Right, right. Very interesting. It's interesting also, don't you think, Richard, that in the central sun of the galaxy, um, Dr. King said, as you said, is, is one of the lords of creation. And then then we hear that um, then comes out of this deep dexamotic condition of galactic consciousness and practices the seven aspects of the white magic continuance, which is a kind of... Um, as Dr. King says, is kind of female in nature, more preservative, as you say. So it's mm-hmm. interesting that, they, that from the creative is the, they're then practicing the preservative. I don't know if that means anything, but... Yeah, they um,
0: combine it all, you know, as we've right. discovered in the seventh freedom is creation, preservation, and transmutation. It's also, you know, the the feeling of white magic is a transmuting force of some kind. So Right,
2: right, right. It's all
0: there, I would say, yes.
2: mm mm-hmm. Very interesting. So I shall continue. After this successful practice, it again divorces itself from all other intelligences, and it goeth again into galactic consciousness for a period of 500,000 of your terrestrial years. After this stage, it then returns again to the central sun for even another initiation into the three aspects of creative magic it cometh out and practices this
0: so that's again fascinating we have the seven aspects of the white magic of continuance which could be as dr king said a more a preservative type of magic and now we have the mm. three aspects of creative magic and of course mm. the sun is a creative force it is the creator as 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 this freedom will spell out it's created everything in this mm. solar system and that's where they will uh, express themselves.
2: Right. During this time, it can cause itself to be divided into 3,100 parts and inhabit each part, whether it be human or animal, at the same time. It knows consciously what experience each part is passing through and can remotely control that part to bring about a definite predetermined result. Amazing. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, that is. I mean, we, we've had that concept more briefly mm-hmm. in the eighth freedom, that, and even, we're told, some of the perfects of Saturn, as I mentioned, can inhabit 3,720 parts. But this spells it out in more detail, it seems. Mm-hmm. Uh, it knows consciously what experience each part is passing through and can remotely control that part to bring about a definite predetermined result mm-hmm. um dr king said he he doubted that a solar lord would would be a, an animal right uh, or inhabit an animal but um it's it it could, it could if it chose to uh, so yes, that's a, another amazing concept, and all of this of course, the 90,000 years and then the 500,000 years and the uh, the white magic of continuance, the three aspects of creative magic and this division of consciousness, is all preparing, it hasn't yet uh, been born through the sun or on the sun.
2: Right, and... This so this is, the is the all a step above
0: mm-hmm. even a, a perfect of Saturn, which is just incredible to think about.
2: Yes, indeed. So then, it is born through the most sacred, holy flame in the solar system—a flame greater than anything individual, a flame which is all collective, all powerful, all radiant. A flame which is creative, for it is the flame of the solar logos.
0: Beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. This is—you know—this is contemplation, isn't it? It's material for contemplation and profound, um, thought. and it's so uplifting and so beautiful mm-hmm. and inspiring, um, and, and something, I mean the Master of Six is painting a picture here of glory, and as Dr. King spelt out when he gave his lecture on this, which we do recommend every month that you buy the lectures by Dr. King on the Nine Prisms, as well as the Nine Prisms themselves, they're all available on CD and I believe on download as well. And they are some of the finest lectures, I believe, which have ever been given at any time. Certainly, I, I, I would say they they show the true hallmark of the great master, which is Dr. King, uh, the explanations he gives. And he points out that the more advanced beings become, the more joyful they are. He actually says that, that also the more serious they are, they could be more serious in general, but there's an inner joy uh, which is, gets deeper and deeper. Of course, we've we gathered, particularly from the Twelve Blessings, of the great sacrifice and suffering they take on. But there is that much, much greater level of joy. So this, this, I think, is also a wonderful counterpart, if you like, in that way to what we've been told in the Twelve Blessings.
2: I think that's a very important important point to bring out, actually, Richard, yes, when we hear yeah. further on about the tremendous limitation and tremendous sacrifice. Never we should forget the joy. Um, mm-hmm. so if, uh, shall I continue? Please do. So after uh, it is born through the most sacred holy flame in the solar system, then it enters through the flame and becomes one of the great hierarchical lords, one of the lesser planetary lords, It has no sense, for it has
0: all. I think we should pause there again, yeah. Um, One of the great hierarchical lords, one of the lesser planetary lords, the greater planetary lords are the planets themselves, or the beings that comprise the planets themselves, Earth, Venus, Jupiter, all of which, of course, were created by the sun all of which are solidified sunlight, certainly the physical, not the essence of the being, but the manifestation in this solar system is entirely energy from the sun. Um, So those are the greater planetary lords, and the solar lords, we're told here, are the lesser planetary lords. And then he continues, it hath no sex, for it hath all. Now, we had the concept there with the eighth freedom of the Saturnians having no sex, but in their case, we were told because they are twice female, twice male, and twice neither. Mm-hmm. Here, there's a difference. It hath no sex, for it hath all. Mm-hmm. And I'd just like to throw something your way, Chrissy, which I don't think I've ever mentioned to you before. And it it applied to a conversation I was having with uh, Dr. King one day. And uh, you know, I was very lucky on certain occasions. Certainly not most of the time, because he had many, many pressing issues to discuss. But on occasion, I was fortunate enough to have metaphysical conversations with Dr. King. Uh, It was very much one way, from his point of view. I tried to contribute as best I could, uh, but obviously there was a massive gulf between us of evolution and wisdom. But he did say to me, in his very sort of -of matter-of-fact way, as though it should be obvious, that, of course, there are five sexes, really, Huh. and huh. that's of great interest to me and while preparing this I thought well it's interesting because the solar lords are are the pranas uh, the pranas the universal life force and we're going to come on to this manifest of course through five there are five major pranas and five minor pranas so it could be when he said that that that's relevant to the fact it hath no sex for it hath all
2: that's very interesting. Thank you for sharing mm. that, Richard.
0: Mm. Mm. I've worthy. often pondered that, and then when mm-hmm. re- preparing for this, something seemed to twig about that.
2: Mm-hmm. Certainly worthy worthy of some contemplation on that.
0: Indeed, yeah. indeed.
2: And I'll continue. It can control mind and matter within forty-nine dimensions. It loses even what individuality it had by entering a state of galactic consciousness.
0: Yeah, I think that, that's they, a...
2: Sorry, do want sorry to I'm it?
0: sorry. You carry on. Carry on, please.
2: Together they blend to form the mighty sun. Not the essential life of the sun, but its very radiation.
0: I think that is... Um, there's a lot in those two uh, sentences mm. there. Um, it three really i should say it can control mind and matter within 49 dimensions dr king uh, postulates that might mean the seven dimensions on seven different levels so again you have that word dimensions used in two ways there um, it loses even what individuality it had now that's staggering really because we w- couldn't think of um, a perfect of saturn having any individuality a perfect of saturn has given up everything is in total limitation um, in order to um, express itself fully from free will not that it was following free will but to have total freedom it's given up everything to do this and yes we're told here there's in some way that we can't understand some strain of individuality and then it's explained by entering a state of galactic consciousness. So clearly, um, even the fullest possible cosmic consciousness that we can conceive of, uh, which is to do with this solar system and life in the solar system and the pinnacle, of course, of that being our sun, obviously, um, there's still a, a sense of individuality until we've entered galactic or till the soul has entered galactic mm-hmm. consciousness. So That's an incredible statement, I think, Chrissy.
2: Yes. Um, it's not one I've really thought about before, but now that you've brought it out, that's a very, very interesting indeed.
0: And then it goes on, Together they blend to form the mighty sun, not the essential life of the sun, but its very radiation. So I think that's a, a mm. gain. Um, all of these statements need meditation and contemplation. Um, but here we have i think another thing that marks out this freedom from all the others is the degree of oneness i mean we've seen this throughout but here we have a real expression of oneness not a the- well not that it was a theory before but it's absolutely expressed they're virtually amalgamate they f- form the sun that there's a there's a subtle difference, of course, between the sun and the lords of the sun, in that they aren't the essential life of it, but they are its radiation. So they are as close to being one with the sun as one can imagine oneness. And the
2: tremendous uh, power and love of this radiation keeps, in, you know, keeps the whole of the solar system. Um, it's, an, it's an amazing thought.
0: It is. So it is
2: through their their tremendous power and love beyond our conception. Uh, here we are, you know. Exactly,
0: exactly. And if we uh, if we were to model ourselves, I mean, if we were to, as we should, on the highest possible pattern we ever see or feel, which is the Lords of the Sun, the radiations from the Sun, uh, then we would be radiating spiritual power out all the time or as often as it was possible to radiate it out because that's what they do.
2: Exactly. Um, And And it sort of uh, removes
0: any idea, you know, that, well, I'll do prayer for an hour. There's there's no limits as far as they're concerned and if we want to follow their pattern, which I'm sure we don't, uh, then we try to be completely unlimited in the amount of power, spiritual power, we radiate outwards. Sorry, Christy, I interrupted you there.
2: No, no, not not at all. But it just um, I I can digress slightly because I was reading the other day something Dr. King said that really struck me um, about this freedom. When he said that during, as we know, during the uh, mind, as they were given power was radiated out through um, the individuals who were present, and he mentioned a figure of 38 units of energy, I believe, through these mm-hmm. people, and he he made the comment that if if this was able to be sustained on this earth, there could be no war, there could be no uh, problems on this planet. So really, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're saying we should model ourselves on the sun. Well, we kind of have to start beginning to do that, because this will solve all our problems. Uh, and it comes yep. back down again, doesn't it, to the spiritual energy radiation, the spiritual energy crisis, and solving that. So here is the is our pattern, if you like, as you said.
0: Exactly. Yes, exactly.
2: Um, Very true. I'll continue. Uh, Please do. This is total freedom as far as this solar system is concerned, because it is, to some extent, greater limitation than any can realize. Together as the one, they work, radiating power and energy to all life streams in this solar system, in the solar system, radiating the very power of their bodies, the very energy of their hearts.
0: That is beautifully read, Chrissy. And um, again, you have this concept, which we've come across before, of taking limitation, which brings them total freedom, runs right through the nine freedoms, and together as the one, not even together as one, as the one, they work radiating power and energy to all life streams, and this beautiful, isn't the very power of their bodies, the very energy of their hearts. Now, I was, I was thinking, we were talking earlier, chrissy about the number of mentions in the Ethereum Society's teachings of the Lords of the Sun. And there aren't that many mentions of their activities uh, outside of this freedom. But one that there is concerns a, a meeting which took place on Shambhala, the sacred uh, mystic temple of Shambhala, Uh, inhabited now of course by the Lord Buddha himself and in that meeting in 1956 in November in fact the Lord Buddha was present at that meeting as was the Master Jesus but also present were two Masters from the Sun and various decisions were made and one of those decisions was to um, I'm actually going to read the the way the Master Etherius uh, put this particular decision because apparently the wording is very important a new language will be brought into being this is to be the language of direct action mm. and you can see that that's really that language couldn't be better expressed than it is by the Lords of the sun it's not in a way you know if, if one took the meditative path one has an indirect effect of course on all life just by raising one's own consciousness but this expression, the laws of the sun, the radiation of power. This is if if this isn't the language of direct action, what is?
2: Mm. Yes, Richard, and on that note the two words that sprung out at me were they work. In other words, they're mm-hmm. not just being but this True. direct action, they work radiating power yes. and energy. Very good point indeed. I, it just kind of uh hit me today. Yes. Um So I'll continue, shall I, and the next part, Richard, and then um, perhaps we'll have a break.
1: Mm.
2: It is little wonder that the scribes who wrote the Bible regarded the Son as God. It is little wonder that even in more ancient times than this, they worshipped this as a God, for deep, deep down beneath the slime of man's ignorance, There was a burning spark of the divine which burned with the self-same flame as burneth this mighty glow. Chrissie, Rob. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) No, please, go on.
2: All the energy that terrestrial man uses comes from the many acting as the one.
0: Chrissy, before we go to the break and... um, I think I, rather than discussing it, I, if I may, I'd like to read a poem that I wrote while preparing for this, because uh, which I've actually put on the home page of my website if anyone wants to see it, for what it's worth, and I just feel like it expresses it better than I can by discussing it. So may I read that?
2: Yes, I was actually going to suggest that we do it after the break, but great idea to do it now. And can I just say one thing? Richard, as you know, um, has wonderful uh, collection of, of works which you'll find some on his website. Um, and Most of these are channeled works, uh, fantastic. But he's also an author and a poet and this is one of Richard's own works which this one is very, very profound.
0: So this was really came while I was preparing for this very broadcast and this is what I wrote. When you breathe, it is the air. When you walk, it is the ground. When you eat, it is the food. When you hear, it is the sound. When you speak, it is the thought. When you love, it is the power. When you dream, it is the light. When you change, it is the hour. When you move, it moves through you. All you are and all you feel. When you live, it lives in you, it is the sun, and it is real.
2: Well, that's really beautiful, richard that um really expresses and describes you know what we are, solidified the sunlight um and I think by contemplating on that, I hope you as you say, making it available for us, we can really understand more fully and appreciate, I think. Um, the, the sun and all of that it gives to us and all that we are.
0: I hope so, because there's so much we can say. But we do need to go to a break, don't we?
2: We do. Um, we do, and uh, Courtney is going to make some announcements. So over to Courtney.
1: Thank you, guys. And, yeah, Richard, that was a very beautiful piece of work. So thank you for thank sharing. Thank you, it. Courtney. You're listening to Etherius Radio Live with hosts Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze. Please see www.etherius.org for the list of locations and events worldwide. Special events coming up include in England, there will be a pilgrimage to the Holy Mountain. Brown Willie Cornwall to mark the Lord's Declaration on Sunday, November 23rd. And the YouTube clip, The Great Change, um, you can check that out on Richard's homepage on his website, and his website is www.richardlawrence.co.uk. Full details and other events can be found on ethereus.org. In Michigan, the next event is a Qigong class for health, vitality, and harmony on Saturday, December 6th with Gary Blaze. You can find information on the Michigan branch meetup page and the main website, org. For more info for both events here and in Michigan and around the world, you can visit ethereus.org, and I'm sure Chrissy has some things coming up, so you can definitely visit ChrissyBlaze.com for the things that she has going on as well. So I give you back to your hosts, both Richard and Chrissy.
0: Thank you. Thank you,
1: Courtney. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that really was Chrissy, a lovely that, I'm sorry?
0: Sorry. No, please. That
2: really is a lovely poem, Richard.
0: Thank when you, I Chrissy. I read it a Thank couple you. of
2: times. Um, thank you for sending it to me, but when you read it like that, it just really hit me, and I'd like to read it a few more times, certainly.
0: (laughs) Well, it's nothing, you know, compared to the text of the Nine Freedoms at all, of course, it's just nothing, but it's uh, some little attempt to to give a comment rather than just chatting away. But I would like to come back to this reference to the the scribes who wrote the Bible regarded the Son as God, which is also, of course, in in the Eighth Blessing, in the Twelve Blessings, that statement, similar statement and uh, even other in ancient times they worship this as god and in fact you can see why you I, I could see why more than ever actually when preparing for this because really the god of the bible is the creator and the sun is the creator the sun created the earth the sun created life all energy as you said all, we are all solidified sunlight and it is, as far as we, you know, our concept anyway, within any concept we can have, there is nothing closer to divinity than the sun and the radiations from the sun, which are the solar lords, of course.
2: Yeah, thank you for explaining that. That's Mm -hmm. so true. Um, I just uh, will carry on then. Please do think twice, oh man, before you use this energy wrongly know that if you attempt to use this energy wrongly indeed you are committing a base crime
0: yes if you, if yes
2: well using this energy wrongly <laughs>
0: Yes, it is. It can be used wrongly, and it can be used very wrongly, unfortunately. And Dr. King, who is brilliant, absolutely brilliant in terms of energy and manipulation of energy, was very blunt about this. I mean, the energy used in by the dark forces, the dark forces who are working uh, for power, for control, for um, harm of others, Uh, misusing this energy for example it's the same energy wrongly used and of course we're told here that um, having read this it makes it even worse really to debase and misuse this sacred energy we're going to cover um, the uh, the dark forces we don't in the Ethereum society we don't hide from these facts just because they may be unpleasant Uh, or try to, as it were, seal the door and and, and just turn away from it. We have to face it. We can't deal with it unless we know it's there. And, of course, Dr. King himself, actually even just prior to this particular freedom, had tremendous interference. I think anyone who's worked at the cutting edge of any major spiritual project has encountered interference uh, from the dark forces. So we have decided our first Uh, cosmic masterclass we're going to start in the new year with a radio live with a new feature which is the cosmic masterclasses and cosmic masterclass number one in january will be recognizing the dark forces in our world and it's an important thing to be able to do without dwelling on it but then we can deal with it uh, as I say, a lot of spiritual groups try to keep away from this, but keeping away from it and not addressing it won't actually address the problem. Uh, and if they, if we're doing important things, it happens. So this reference here is, 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 in a way, it brings us down to earth in a, in a very good way. That uh, this is a wonderful energy, but it must be used right.
2: Yeah, and it, and it brings a responsibility right back to each and every one of us too, doesn't it? <laughs>
0: For sure, it certainly does.
2: Let realization of the ninth freedom burn like an all-existing flame into your very consciousness and govern each thought and action in accordance with the mightiness of this, the
0: greatness
2: of this, the indescribable beauty of this, the sacrifice of this, the holiness of this, the simpleness of this. For the many become the one in the ninth step. And in their becoming, they practice with every thought, eye, and with every etheric breath, service to all.
0: Yes, I think, I mean, one just can't, there's nothing one can add to the beauty of those words, and they're beautifully read there by you, Chrissy. I must say. Um, What we have, surely, in, in the Solar Lords, among so many other things, is an expression of two things. One is oneness not as a theory as i said earlier not as even a realization not even as the most profound of realizations but as an active expression continually all the time total oneness totally blended together working together in perfection no difference whatsoever between them no individuality which of course we've learned they've they've overcome even the last shreds of that and that's the that's one thing, that oneness. And, of course, the other is service, constant, day in, day out. The day is being created by the sun anyway. Um, service to all life, service to the whole all the time. So the, those two things, oneness and service, if we're ever wondering about them or, you know, pausing and thinking, well, how important are they really or anything like that, we've only got to look at the sun or remember the sun. And there we have it. And I, th- I think not take it for granted, which is the big fault of, of the human race. You know, we go sunbathing. Do we thank the sun? Do we um, uh, are we aware of the sacrifice which is being made for us, even to be able to do such a thing?
2: That's a very good point. And also, I think you mentioned in a previous freedom, Richard, that with Mars Sector Six, he always brings us a solution. And after. Um, presenting the fact that you know we can use this energy wrongly, he then, in the next paragraph, explains how we can make sure that we don't.
0: Uh, yes, very, very that's true. practical that's approach. True. Yes, very helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: we're never left sort of floundering, wonder, wondering what to do. And I know I'm. You know, this is a such a practical approach. So mm. I'll continue. Uh, the great subtlety Please. of galactic existence is realized by these ones. Who look towards their illuminator and teacher, namely the solar logos itself, with reverence which cannot be described. They worship not this as the absolute, but they see that this is a reflection of the absolute itself, and as such is sacred.
0: Yes, I think we have there what you know the old yogis would have called... Um, well, I, what I was going to... They would have called it a Bhakti approach. I would call it cosmic Bhakti in a way. It's, um, you know, this devotion, this reverence, it's something that people wrongly on earth think is something weak or, or, or there's something wrong with people who, are, who revere something or someone that is greater and more elevated and more evolved than them. Completely wrong. The advanced person, the strong person actually is able to show reverence where it's due it's not a a sign of smallness it's a sign of greatness the advanced disciple uh, is the one who has true reverence for their master not the junior disciple a reverence based on their realization again even on this earth of the divinity expressed as we were lucky enough to witness with dr king he was so much closer to the divine than those of us who knew him were therefore he's worthy of reverence that's not a weak thing that's a sign of advancement and strength and here we have with the we had it with the saturnians and mars sector six told us that they wouldn't disobey a saturnian by even a glance and now we have it of course with the solar lords and their indescribable reverence for the solar logos even though they know it isn't the absolute they know it better than we could ever know it but they they revere it and i think that's a, another lesson for people on earth who who like to yeah. think again we've got to be individuals we we don't need a master we don't need a teacher that's an ignorant person who will not succeed actually on the spiritual path to the highest levels
2: that's a very good point thank you for bringing that up richard So they join to help throughout the mighty galactic system, I and even beyond stretches their influence, their help, their guidance, their heat, their radiations, their power, their wisdom and their love. For we are told that we know not what love be until we enter the gates of the sun in lasting service for all.
0: Yes and you know again absolutely beautiful words one can't comment you know it occurred to me we should remember that everything every kind of energy even our thoughts because thoughts are things are manifestations of the sun even the mystic force of kundalini must be solidified sunlight of a kind of a very 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 elevated Kind, Even though on this Earth, of course, it comes and is affected by the Mother Earth immensely. But even she, her physical body anyway, is created by the sun. There's nothing at all that doesn't come from the sun.
2: That's a very interesting thought, Richard.
0: Um, yes, because I've often wondered, you know, whether whether the Kundalini, we think of the Kundalini here on Earth as a female force, and we're on a female planet. Would it be a male force on Mars, which is a male planet? Uh, and of course, But ultimately, of course, it must come from or through the sun. I would mm. say from and through.
2: Very interesting indeed.
0: I told you we were out of our depth. <laughs> well, Dear I think that
2: was... Uh, I mean, I think that was something that you've been contemplating on, so it's... I think it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I will continue. Please. In, in comparison with their greatness, we are all but specks of cosmic dust. I love that, floating mm-hmm. in some magnetic stream with vague, half-risen consciousness. Wow, <laughs> that's wonderful. Isn't it? That really mm-hmm. um, puts us. I mean, it. You know, if we get. It's so true, I mean, it's true, that's what we are, it's so true, and yet we know through the nine freedoms that this is the path that we are destined to take, so it's um let's become enlightened specks of cosmic dust <laughs>
0: it
2: is It is strange to regard ourselves and think that there will come a day when we will enter this mighty portal when we make such an observation, surely, surely we can, but become even more amazed at the great and lasting glory of the God which made it all.
0: I mean, f- you know, the Mars Mar- of 6 has given us this gigantic cosmic incentive called the Nine Freedoms, among many other things, that it is a great revelation, a great teaching, and the most wonderful philosophy. It's also a fantastic encouragement, an incentive to us, obviously deliberately given to us. And here we're told that there'll come a stage, and even he uh, says that he finds it strange to think about, that we will eventually reach this level.
2: Amazing. I have to just say one thing. I was just reading about Stephen Hawking, Richard, who used to sort of Mm. play around with the idea that there could be a God and now has come out and said he's realized that science can understand everything in creation so there is no longer a God. And, you know, a lot of Mm. people listen to him and... Mm -hmm. um, The thing is, he tries to, he comes to his conclusions through his brilliant mind, but through his analytical basic mind. And I think, you know, we have to, once we open ourselves up to these thoughts, then, um, of course, he's so far off the beam, really.
0: We won't worry about him, shall we?
2: We won't worry about him, (laughs) but the only reason I'm bringing it up is because so many people listen to him and uh, listen to the nine freedoms.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Through the freedoms you come, choosing your own time, be it fast or slow, but through these gates you must come. I, Mars Sector 6, do state upon divine authority that you cannot miss these portals no matter who you be. The Buddhas, the Jesuses, the Atheriuses, the Kumaras have at one time traveled this road, are now traveling it upon their respective planets, are traveling towards the ninth door. Hmm. There is no possible description, yes, which could do half justice to the radiant beauty of the combined lords of the sun, for they shine as like veritable jewels around the waist of the lords of creation, for they help the mighty lords of creation to energize the solar system so that all life streams may have the great chance to enter the ninth door.
0: I, I think there's some wonderful phrases. Apart from anything else, aren't there some absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. phrases? It reminds me in the eighth freedom. Uh, I think uh, Mars six said that of a Saturnian, such a one is an active blood vessel in the arm of the absolute,
2: yeah.
0: and the arm, and it's very precise too, because the arm is such a dynamic uh, thing, such a, a creative um, limb, as it were. But here we have, they shine, it's like veritable jewels around the waist of the lords of creation. Of course, um, we, we, can, we have the depiction, of course, of the shining suns in the, in, in the galaxy. Is one thing shining like veritable jewels. So it's a beautiful description. But also, of course, the, the use of the word waste is, is to almost humanize for our, for our help. Um, mm-hmm. And, of course, the waste associated you know, not a million miles from the solar plexus, the energizing center, the Bashery center, and they, they help the mighty lords of creation to energize the solar system so that all live streams may have the great chance to enter the ninth door. And they are energy. Everything we do, we, and, and I think we need to try and be much, much more mindful of this. Absolutely, absolutely. So um,
2: shall I uh, just... Continue and finish this uh, part of the ninth freedom, Richard, and... Um...
0: Yes, please do.
2: Walk ye straight, O men of terror, if ye be wise, nor step ye this side, neither the other, but go ye on and up through the eight freedoms and into the heart of God in the ninth. The nine freedoms have been given to terror at this time in order to stimulate and raise the consciousness of the few thinkers. Use this information well, for it will change you, for it will cause multitudinous thoughts to come into your mind. For this information will be the dawning of wisdom for you. Use it well, O oh brothers, use it well. Relate NIM Zero Seven Zero.
0: Do you know, I, I it's my belief, it's my opinion uh, well, we know, actually, I don't have to give my opinion on this, that the nine freedoms are being studied on the higher realms. Um, I, I would believe that they would certainly be uh, studied um, and known, even beyond that, by advanced masters, because this is a massive change. Not that those masters wouldn't know the essence of a lot of this, and some probably more than others, uh, but you know that they, they would... Um, look at these great revelations too both to know what is being revealed to terrestrial uh, man and to take on board the implications in a way that we can't and the reference to the the few thinkers this is not the intellectuals or the people who regard themselves necessarily as philosophers and so on these are the people who can think with an open mind who are are able to absorb this without prejudice without dogma uh, without the limitations even of certain educational um, systems that we have on this earth. Uh, Those are the thinkers. And this is, um, I think, probably a moment uh, we should move perhaps to the level of practice because the uh, Ethereum Society has many practices um, and some of them are uh, uh, are called the practices of Ethereus, and the Master Ethereus's practices are very much focused on the sun And one of them is, of course, the practice of the presence, which is something that we do regularly. It's something you can do every day, at least once a day if you choose to. So what I would suggest, Chrissy, because time is running out, is that we don't conclude the text. That's the end of the the ninth freedom per se. There is some more text which we could cover in a month's time. And in a month's time, I thought we might also, you and I have discussed the possibility of discussing enlightened pacifism. Because uh, it's something that is not understood, and I think it's a great Christmas message as well. So after this came a communication from the Master Jesus, which we'll cover uh, in the next uh, next um, Aetherius Radio live broadcast in December, and the conclusion of the text. But it would be great, Chrissy, in closing this because it is so related to the Sun. Uh, mm-hmm. If you would lead us in the practice of the presence.
2: Well, it would be my pleasure, Richard. Thank you. So I would ask everybody who wishes to, who's listening, to sit up straight in their chair with the spine straight and the head just relaxed around the neck and shoulders, the head very slightly tilted backwards, the hands palms downwards on your knees, and breathe deeply and evenly. On every breath, bring in the great Pranas from the sun. And continue to breathe and feel this sense of peace within you. And now let us, using our powers of visualization, let us visualize, let us imagine a beautiful, scintillating, living white light coming down through the ethers, entering our head, charging every cell of the brain. Take it down through your neck and shoulders and lodge this into the heart center, just in front of the breastbone. Now let us sink downwards to the Mother Earth and let us humbly request from this great goddess her violet flame, which she gives always, which she gives willingly, And allow this, see this flowing upwards, this beautiful transmuting flame up and into your heart center. Join this there with the white light. And take these two forces as one upwards and out to the top of the head. And let us visualize there a golden sphere like a miniature sun an aspect of the spark of God within us all shining, radiant like the sun itself and offer these forces in sacrifice and bring down from this golden sphere its wonderful divine essence of spirituality golden and see this and feel this glowing See yourself radiant like a sun, shining like the sun does shine. Realize that you are indeed an essence of the divine. And hold this visualization for a few moments, seeing your aura glowing, seeing yourself radiant with this visualization. And continue to breathe deeply and evenly. And see this golden radiance filling. See your aura growing beneath this light of the sun, this light of God.
0: Beautiful, Chrissy. Thank you for leading us in that wonderful practice—the practice of the presence. And I, have I to think have got a.
2: There was a slight modification on. I did, um, which um, with the hands. <laughs> so mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. would normally place the hands on the solar plexus. So I, I apologise yeah. for that sort of closing down okay. the closing practice generally. Mhm, mhm. So um. um I'm sorry. Yeah. I suggest you read um, no. a book by Dr. George King and Richard Lawrence. Realise you're in a potential for this wonderful practice.
0: And thank you, Chrissy. And, and we, what have we got? We, we have a couple of minutes left, or do we need to go to Courtney now?
2: Um, we have about four minutes, I believe. So we well, could. Well, that's great
0: because um, that that just gives me time to say one other thing I'd love to say, and I'd like to quote. Um, the master Etherius from another practice relating to the sun and relating to the lords of the sun and he said this the great universal energy manipulated by the sacred masters on the sun can be tuned into and absorbed with much benefit during these holy times these times are sunrise midday sunset and midnight and what he advises us to do is the following at dawn Make sure that the breath is flowing up and down the left nostril. At midday, make sure that the breath is flowing up and down the left nostril. At sunset, make sure that the breath is flowing up and down the right nostril. At midnight, make sure that the breath is flowing up and down the right nostril. This can be done by simply stopping up the opposite nostril with the finger. And just to repeat again, this is the energy manipulated by the sacred masters on the sun and could be tuned into and absorbed with great benefit during these holy times, particularly during these holy times. It's been a closely guarded secret for thousands of years, and it's been given. So again, at dawn, the left nostril, at midday, the left nostril, at sunset, the right nostril, at midnight, the right nostril. That's another part of the language of direct action not just theory
2: thank you very much for sharing that richard well thank you for a wonderful show and um we'll
0: and you too
2: by handing over to uh courtney for the closing announcement thank you everybody for listening
1: thank you guys you have been listening to a serious radio live Ethereus Radio Live is your cosmic connection the third Tuesday of each month at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. You can connect with the Ethereum Society at www.etherius.org. And you can connect with Richard Lawrence by visiting his website, richardlawrence.co.uk. And connect with Chrissy Blaze by visiting her website, www.chrissyblaze.com. Wonderful show, guys, and I want to wish both of you a very happy Thanksgiving.
0: And the same Same to you. Thank
1: you, Courtney. Happy Thanksgiving
2: and speak to you soon.